0: Hello and welcome to the Fear Itself Podcast. I'm Janae Day and I'll be your host today as always. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for listening. I love having you here. If you haven't already, please go ahead and subscribe so you can get notifications when I come out with new episodes. And if you have questions or comments or encouragement or anything like that, you can send those to Fear itself Podcast at yahoo.com and I will get those. And sometimes I do respond. I try to Be responsive when you guys have questions and tell me your stories and things like that. So without further ado, today's episode is on reframing. I learned about reframing, I think from a Tony Robbins book. And I know that I have spoken about Tony Robbins at length here on the podcast. But the knowledge that he shares has been educational for me and in some ways really transformative. So I think that there are people out there who could also benefit from reading his books or listening to audiobooks if that's your thing. I know that for some of you he's abrasive and it's not your thing and that's okay but for me um, he has really changed the way I think about a lot of things. So anyway (laughs) I think he's the one that I got it from. Uh, Reframing is basically just being able to look at a situation and interpret it differently than you are right now, possibly than you always have interpreted that situation or that kind of situation, and it does take practice, but it's not a difficult thing, and it's very helpful if you're in a state of anxiety or in a state of panic or fear. As usual, I'm talking about this today because it's something that has come up in my daily life really recently as Any listeners who've been here for any amount of time will know I am grieving. I'm still dealing with a really significant loss. It is still difficult for me to speak about it without getting emotional, so I won't go into the details again, but some things around that loss, some family things, have come up for me in the last week or two, along with some other stressors and you know just big life things life is always always handing us things to handle right so I have been stressed and I have been sort of up and down emotionally so this week I have actually had two two episodes of panic and in the past I would feel guilty about that I would feel ashamed about that I would not want to share that with you because I I consider myself mostly healed from anxiety it's not something that's a part of my daily life anymore and it's not something that I have to factor into my life anymore it doesn't control the things that I do or anything like that so to think that I'm healed and then to have some kind of scary episodes like I've had this week in the last two weeks it's humbling (laughs) for sure but I'm human you know? And anxiety is your fight or flight response. And I I shouldn't expect, I think, for that to just um, shut off and never turn back on again. Of course, I'm going to have anxiety sometimes in my life. So I'm giving myself grace with that. And one of the things that has helped me in those panicky moments, for some reason, they always happen at night, usually when everyone else is asleep. So I try to be quiet <laughs> while I'm freaking out. I shoot out of bed and And try to, you know, do deep breathing in the things that I know to do. But the one thing that has helped me the most is reframing, changing perception, shifting perception. This does require something called denying the current reality. And some people don't like the idea of that, don't like the sound of that. They reject it without trying it. For me, it works wonders. So if you're looking for something that you haven't tried, maybe you want to try reframing. So I'm going to use my, my own examples because I'm i not good sometimes at coming up with, with examples on the fly. So for me, my anxiety is centered around my the loss that I'm experiencing and the fact that that person is not here anymore. And now this added stressor that – I'm so sorry. I don't know that I can say this without crying – that my childhood home is likely not going to be it won't be in the family much longer but it may not even be standing much longer and it's a new large <laughs> it's just something i'm having to come to terms with and it's it's huge it's massive so And it's change, and I'm not great with change. You know, as long as things stay like they are, I feel secure in that. I do sometimes find security in physical things um, and comfort in, you know, the fact that the people I love still live what they live or still, you know, do things the same way, still say the same things. My dad's still going to call me at 2 o'clock every Sunday. Like, I find comfort in things like that. I think that's, you know, normal for a human, but I could be wrong. So this thing has really thrown me for a loop. Um, and I've had a couple of panic episodes. And the thing that has helped me has, has been looking at it in a different way. Deciding that what it feels like is not necessarily the truth. And y'all know that I'm, I'm about feelings. Trust your feelings. Feel your feelings. Feelings are valid. They're good. But they're not always true. And that's an important distinction to make, especially when we're acting or reacting from an emotional place. Yes, you feel that thing. Yes, that feels true. But it's important to engage the logical mind in those moments and ask yourself, what is true? What is true about this situation for me is that I had the greatest blessing to grow up in this place with these people. These people aren't here anymore. And this home is not them. And this home is not me. It doesn't define me, you know. And everything that I really cherish from them, the love, the, the memories, the, the laughter, it's within me. It's inside me. It's not within that building. Right? That building... Not being there won't change anything for me. It'll feel strange and it might hurt, but it doesn't change any of the things that I know are true. And I can be happy and I can be grateful because happy and grateful are a choice. And so last night, <laughs> I, I panicked a little bit. I got up. I got some magnesium because that helps me to sleep. And I just reframed the situation. I looked at where I am right now. I'm a mom of two amazing children. I'm healthy. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of good things going on. And I am, I don't say I was, I say I am so loved by these people that I so love And even though it doesn't sound like it because I do get emotional, it really, really helps me to, to feel solid even though nothing around me feels solid. It allows me to be my security instead of leaning on something else, something physical, something external, something outside of myself for support. I am my support. I can be my support. And really that practice of reframing and being able to, but I think really being willing to look at something in a different way, in a different light, to try to find something positive, something helpful, something loving, something to be grateful for in that gets the panic out, <laughs> uh, repels the panic. It just it fixes it right up for me. So it's a short episode. I just wanted to get that out there and suggest it for you. If you want more information on reframing or where you can find those books or where you can read about this, email me fear at yahoo.com. I'm so happy to send you those links and get you started practicing reframing. It can of course be done every day in every way. Affirmations are great for reframing. If you say, you know, my teacher doesn't like me, I can just tell, you know, this year is going to not be great. All you would need to do to reframe that situation is to say, actually, you know, my teacher is just in a bad mood today, but I'm not going to take it personally because I know that we have a great rapport. I give great work. I'm very respectful. You know, we're going to be best friends by the end of the year. I really do believe that you create your reality. So the inside is going to create the outside. So reframing, changing perspective, shifting perspective, Asking yourself whether your feelings, while they are valid and they are real, asking yourself whether your feelings are true. Okay, super important distinction. Okay, guys, that's all I have for today. I love you so much. You are courageous. You are wonderful. You are loved. You are worthy. You are valued. You have purpose. Please remember those things, and I will chat with you again soon. Bye-bye.